The first time I encountered St. John Nepomuk, it was on a, during a jog right after I moved here to St. Louis, and I was going east on Lafayette Avenue and ran by this beautiful church. So I stopped and looked at the sign and thought, hmm, I've never heard of that saint, and continued running. And then about two or three years later, when I was in Oaxaca, Mexico, I encountered him again. The uh, prior of the community in Oaxaca decided that I should see number, a number of Dominican churches uh, that the Dominicans had built during the 16th century and took me to probably four or five different villages to see the churches. And it seemed like every village we went to, and like every church we went to, above the confessional was this picture of this saint. Um, and he was pictured with his finger over his lips. And I thought, well, this isn't St. Peter Martyr. Who is this? So after about the third or fourth church, I asked the prior, who is this saint? Because he wasn't in a habit. He was in clerical dress, uh, like a cassock and uh, surplus with a stole. And he said, oh, that's St. John Nepomuk. And I forget what the name is in Spanish. I had to go look it up to figure out who he was. So then I asked him, what, what's the story of this saint? And he said, well, he lived in the 14th century. Uh, he uh, lived in what we'd call now the Czech Republic, uh, the Kingdom of Bohemia. Um, and he was the confessor to the queen. And the King Wenceslas was a very jealous king and demanded to know what uh, his wife was confessing. Uh, he was jealous and worried that she was having an affair. And St. John Nepomuk refused to reveal her confessions to him. And uh, the king ended up eventually arresting him and imprisoning him and subjecting him to great torture. And several times the king came back and said, I will give you great positions and great wealth if you tell me what she told you. And he refused. And then eventually the king had his men tie him up and throw him in the river. Um, and then his body was found several days later and buried. So uh, he is considered the patron of confessors because of his faithfulness in God and his faithfulness to the uh, seal of confession. So we can see a great trust that uh, St. John Effenbach had in his relationship with God and his willingness to follow through with what he was uh, told to do, what he was the teachings of the church. And this trust, he... he uh, practiced his whole life. Um, it was something that was very important to him. And looking at the first uh, reading from Hosea, we see that Israel uh, struggled with trust. In fact, Hosea is telling the, the, the people of Israel, the northern kingdom, to trust in God, not to trust alliances. He says, um, Assyria will not save us, nor shall we have horses to mount. The idea being that the troubles that the Northern Kingdom is facing are not found in trusting in Egypt or Syria or in alliances with them. Rather, it's found in trusting in God and trusting that he will take care of them. And this lack of faithfulness, this lack of trust, results in the Northern Kingdom being taken over by Assyria and uh, being sent, uh, people being sent off to um, Assyria, to Babylon. Now, we aren't faced with imprisonment or torture or the impending doom of being taken over by another country or the fear of alliances, but we are dealing with the issue of trust right now, an issue of fear, uncertainty in our current uh, situation with this plague, this disease, this uh, uh, coronavirus. 
And I believe we are called by God to trust in him. To trust in him even though we don't know what's going to happen in the future. What's going to happen tomorrow, let alone in a couple weeks or months. So my prayer is that myself and you, that we trust in God, that we're like St. John Nepomuk. That we trust that God will be faithful to us, whatever happens. And that in trusting in him, he will provide us with the grace, the courage, the endurance to deal with what happens. And I think this is stated well in our psalm from today, Psalm 81, which says, An unfamiliar speech I hear. I relieved his shoulder of the burden. His hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called, and I rescued you.